0: What is the umbrella? Is it just an umbrella? Has all of this just been about keeping out of the rain?
1: Welcome back to another mini sode. Mini Resident the... Evil. Mini <laughs> <laughs> Resident Evil. I miss, I'm so pissed that uh Village doesn't start out with that, man. Yeah. It's I have a, to be honest with
0: you. It's a it's a staple. It's it's Part of, it's part of the call to action, man. Well,
1: it is. And and so one of the other things that we've been doing lately is we've been playing Outbreak yes. on a PS2 emulator with a couple friends of ours. And the great thing about that is the community that has supported this uh, um, uh, emulation uh, and, and net play uh, uses a uh, port of the Japanese ROM. So whenever you... Uh, press start and enter yeah. the survival horror it says biohazard yeah. <laughs> instead and it's just so
0: satisfying resident evil is a cool name but biohazard is so much more fitting for literally the entire series
1: yeah i mean the entire series is based around a literal um,
0: biohazard a yeah.
1: literal biohazard but then, right but and then, bio you get, weapons. then you get
0: resident evil it's like are the residents evil or is the well, evil in residence? Well, <laughs> I, I like,
1: I like like the the thing that Resident Evil suggests to me is it's just like this is the evil that is just always around you, yeah. you know, where you can't you can't you know see it or you can't exactly see it, but it's always there. Like you said, it's in residence with you, but at the same time like biohazard is just so fucking cool yeah like oh oh, it just sounds cool but welcome back to king of the show we're talking about resident evil today i guess we kind of thought we would start off with a little bit of dmc talk but we're gonna we're gonna we're just gonna get right into it i guess then we're gonna Uh, talk about village
0: let's talk about village let's talk about other Resident Evil games that we like. And then yeah, let's talk about some DMC too. Cause Capcom has been on a roll. This, this yeah. is this there this the CEO or whatever came out and he had that press conference. Capcom is back, baby. Well, is it in fact back? Um
1: it's it's
0: backstreets back. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Backstreets yeah. back. All right. Yeah. Yeah, it's backstreets back. All right. It's as a long time capcom fan let me tell you that yeah they're back they're releasing some stuff that's really cool and some stuff that's abject garbage they're back yeah Capcom's <laughs> back. yeah yeah yeah
1: um they uh they always for me and especially the way that they handle their their franchises they're the wwe of video games for me where it's three steps forward 10 steps back
0: yeah well, it, it, for me, I think it's it's more specifically like they have some teams that I just want to hug them and kiss them on the mouth. And some yeah. teams are it's like, please, mm-hmm. uh, please <laughs> get rid of them, retrain them, ship them yeah. off somewhere else. I don't care. <laughs> stop. Stop letting them do this. Right.
1: They yeah, can't keep right. getting
0: away with this. Yeah, yeah, they, um,
1: you know, they're legendary. There's yeah. no there's no doubt about it. But, you know village just came out over the weekend and I spent my weekend playing through it. Um, I actually did beat it by, um, the time the weekend was over and, um, yeah, I've got some thoughts and Scott, you're like halfway through a little bit more. And I'm, I, I know you have some thoughts too. So, you know, I think that it's important that this may be the first time that we sort of explore this a little bit more on the show, but, we've talked about before how our relationship started because of resident evil to remake. Yeah. And how we at lunch at work one day, I was just like, I don't fucking know how to beat this game. Yeah. You were
0: stressing <laughs> I, out.
1: Yeah. I was, I was stressing the fuck out. Um, and so, um, you know, with some, some introspection, some pep talk, some, some, uh, some advice yeah, and uh it's one of my favorite games now so like i've played the shit out of that game and so that's really like the basis of where i actually truly love resident evil because resident evil was always a series for me that when i was younger Mm -hmm. and when it was popular and coming out i watched my friends play it because i was A too scared to play it and then B by the time I wasn't I wasn't too scared to play it I just sucked real bad (laughs) and I fucking rage quit it so um, and that happened with every single one that I tried pretty much the only one that I beat uh, up until I played through RE2 remake was Resident Evil 5 and that's just because I played through through it with a really good friend of mine Kyle and he turned on all the cheats
0: (laughs) so so, so we just blew shit up the yeah, so entire you, you way through just action Jackson.
1: Yeah, we went and got a case of beer one night. I think yeah. we were sitting in his apartment while his fiance, now wife uh uh was was out and we were just like, let's just play through Resident Evil five because I had always watched the games like I was yeah. obsessed with the story and obsessed with the characters and obsessed with the aesthetic. But I just never internalized playing those games the right way. And so RE2 Remake was really my gameplay entrance into the series. And so that's where I'm coming at from this. Coming coming from with this critique on Resident Evil is that I've got and since have gone back since I've beaten RE2 Remake, have since gone back and played a lot of the older ones. Um, just to kind of get a feel to you know for what I might have been missing and so I have a deep appreciation now for a lot of what those older games were doing as well so it's kind of like a I went backwards kind of <laughs> through
0: through the whole experience right yeah I mean I think it's fine though like there's series I've got into that I started at the ass end and then came back around to check out what was up but Yeah, Resident Evil for me is probably one of my pillar series. Um, It's one of my favorite. Like, really, it's Capcom and Konami were probably the two most influential companies on my childhood. And they still have some of my favorite games. Like, just off the top of my head, a lot of the series that I care the most about, like the Capcom fighting series, like Street Fighter, Monster Hunter, uh, Resident Evil. Then you have your Metal Gear Solid, your Castlevanias, your Silent Hills, right? Right. So Mm -hmm. I've been playing Resident Evil since I was a young lad. And my cousin brought home Resident Evil for the PS1 and told me, and I quote, you're too young and stupid to play this game. And then he <laughs> and then he left the disc there. This was at my um, my grandmother's house. We kind of like all had stuff there, all the cousins, right? So yeah. he left it there. So I just played it anyway and I <laughs> loved it. Uh, I The first one I ever bought was Resident Evil 2. Played the shit out of that. Played Resident Evil 3. I've played damn near every Resident Evil game, including like, the Game Boy, uh, RPG, and all types of horrible spin-offs that are just really terrible, including like Gun Survivor. I played the <laughs> the Wiimote uh shoot 'em up <laughs> games the, oh, man. with the the Zapper, which they're surprisingly yeah. fun. Uh, uh we'll yeah, have to sure. try to look at those sometime. The Umbrella Chronicles and the Dark Side Chronicles. But yeah, so I, I've got a lot of love for Resident Evil. I think it's had a lot of ups and downs. I once described to Chris. I think it was around the time of same pep talk about Resident Evil that you you have to understand that Resident Evil is like thirty percent good games. There is a (laughs) lot of garbage in Resident Evil, and this is coming from someone that's like saying it's one of their favorite series, right? Like, yeah, sure. Every mainline game, and then like Code Veronica, they're all passable, right? As heated as I might get about something like Seven, when I'm talking about that with people, every mainline game is passable, but there's a I don't think people understand how many Resident Evil spin-offs there are. Do you remember uh Umbrella Core? Uh, yeah, of course, the, yeah. The, uh, no, yeah. The the East shooter game, Yeah, that they the squad-based shooter. Yeah. yeah. No no, you're not thinking of Operation Raccoon City, are you? No, no, no. No, okay, no I'm yeah. thinking of the squad-based
1: okay. shooter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: The, there's like Operation there, there was Basically City. it was basically
1: them being like w-
0: yeah, b- but what if we
1: made Counter-Strike?
0: <laughs> yeah. They they had an E3 press conference or something like that where they had a literal esports caster like <laughs> casting the thing. No. It was so, it was so unbelievably cringe. So when oh, I say man. Resident Evil has a lot of garbage, Resident Evil has a lot of garbage, and yeah, yeah, coming into Resident Evil Eight, I was not a fan of Resident Evil Seven. We'll talk about this a little bit. I'm sure because we'll have to call yeah. back to what Seven right. was, but I felt Seven was too much of a movie. I didn't like the molded. I thought there were high moments. I liked the escape house segment. I liked uh, dealing with the dad. I liked certain parts of the game, but overall I just thought it was very forgettable and boring and not scary at all. And yeah, coming into eight, I was kind of expecting more of seven and I didn't really get that for better and for worse. So, yeah. Um, I, you know,
1: Village is an interesting game. Um, I I, I summed it up this way. It is a fun, yet very strange experience. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that largely the switch to first person has been one of, I don't think necessity, Mm -hmm. and I don't really know if I would call it... um, you know, like it's for mass appeal. Yeah. That's it. it, It's sort of the same thing that they did with four. Right. Just sort of like in, in, in the now times. Yeah. Right. Um, Sort of that kind of same thing. And that, and that's fine. Right. Like they're going to evolve the series, but I just, I really liked how they took what worked about the first person format with seven and just said, fuck it. We're a first person shooter now. Right. Yeah. And just adapted it to it. Because I thought that it made it for a little bit more of an interactive experience. And it was a it a little bit less on rails. And from a gameplay perspective, I think it's a lot easier to get into. Um and I think it's a lot easier to just pick up and, you know, progress forward and essentially W key up until you get to um you know, the real meat of the game. I think the story that they set up is a lot more compelling than what was, uh, set up in seven. Um, you know, obviously with, uh, you know, story growth and character growth, you're going to have that. You're going to have a little bit more of a, you know, a sharper hook for that because there's going to be established characters and everything. But I think that, um, sort of the way that they present the reveal of the main village in the main uh where the game most of the game takes place um definitely had me a lot more interested to progress. So from from an aesthetic perspective, I think it's definitely a step in the uh, in the right direction from seven. What did you think?
0: It's a step in the right direction, but I, I'll I'll disagree on the gameplay part. Well, not even disagree. I think you have the right view of it, but I come away with that a little less optimistic. So part of my problem with seven was that the game was very easy. There was Mm -hmm. not even on harder difficulties. I never played it on. I can't remember if it's called Ethan must die or whatever, but like I never played it on the absolute madhouse. That's what it was called. I never played it on madhouse, but I did play it on hardcore and Even then, the molded are so slow and unthreatening, and they're very predictable. I never really felt threatened at all in the game. So after you get past the dad, the get past the part of the game, rather, where the dad is hunting you. And that's kind of scary, even though, like, after you figure him out, he's not much of a threat either. It's kind of like you said, for me, it's derogatory. It's kind of just W key right yeah just okay uh, da, 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 i'm going through oh no the mom oh no scary except it's not because <laughs> i've seen this cutscene before you know what i right. mean like yeah so coming into eight i started on hardcore on your recommendation because you beat it before i even started so yeah and and i started it on standard because i typically start
1: Resident Evils, as those of you that do know, and for those of you that might not, are meant to be played several times. I usually start do my first playthrough on standard just to get a feel for the game and to see it through. And then I go start going through on hardcore and everything. So I played it on standard and about two and a half hours into the game, I was like, I should have put this on hardcore. And that never went away. As I could progress through the game, I was like, nothing is a threat. Nothing is a threat. Nothing is a threat. So
0: you started it on hardcore because I was like, do not play this on standard. Yeah, I I came into this hoping for survival horror gameplay, and I got that for. An hour or two, so Mm -hmm. at the beginning of the game, uh, there's a segment where you have to survive. This game is very reminiscent of RE4. We'll get into that in a minute. It actually, it has a lot of beat for beat moments actually Mm -hmm. that are like hey remember re4 so uh there there is a moment early in the game where you have to survive a attack by the werewolves it's very similar to the ganados this is in the first like half hour of the game it's not really a spoiler right similar to the ganados attack in re4 and i got stuck on that for I think a good hour and a half, and I think I was even sending you messages on Discord, like, dude, what the fuck, right? What the fuck am I supposed yeah, to do? I don't have any ammo. Yeah, <laughs> I I was entering that segment, that hold off, with like three bullets, and the way I eventually found it was I I literally just ran in circles until it forced the cutscene to move the thing forward, right? Yeah, like that was the right. only way I could survive. I could not fight those wolves, and that was frustrating. But then I got my gun and some ammo and I was like, OK. Things are a threat, right? This is I have to be careful. Things are dangerous. Mm-hmm. And by the time I got into Lady Dumitrescu's castle, that feeling completely vanished. Yep. Nothing was a threat. <laughs> Nothing yep. has been a threat for a very long time. I have to be very conservative with my ammo, but there has not even with the fact that I mean, you, you saw me fighting that one dude that I won't explain for spoilers. There's a really big guy I was fighting. Uh, yeah. He he soaked multiple weapons worth of my ammunition. And if I don't block, he could kill me in a hit. But he's not still not a threat because yeah. I can just run around in circles and pepper him mm. until he's dead. And well,
1: it's also it's also the thing about, you know, it being a
0: first person shooter. Yeah. This you is you know. This is where I was going with that is my I think you had the right of it where it's more of a W key game. And for me, that's part of the problem, because I had the same thing with Lady Dummy Tresk had the same thing with enemy number two or Lord number two. And I had the same thing with Lord number three, where it's just this game cannot handle W key. If I just, if I just play this like Halo where I constantly right. have the throttle forward and I'm just bang, 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 the game doesn't yeah. understand what to do. So,
1: well, and you know, you have, you, you mentioned it before. All right. But there's a lot of people that would call resident evil Four their, their favorite resident evil. Yeah. And for good reason. Yeah. Right. Um, You know, we've mentioned, we've talked about this kind of briefly before, but if you've played a third person action game, you have resident evil four to thank for it. Um, it's an extremely popular game because of that, because it is a like, like, you know, you've said several times before a really fucking stupid action movie and it works as that. Yeah. Um, so I have told everybody that I know that loves resident evil Four. you owe it to yourself to play village.
0: I think so. I think that if people can get over, I mean, Ethan is about as much of a comic relief as, leon is in four yeah he's a total idiot <laughs> but yeah i think if people especially like th- this game is the absolute pinnacle of horror ambiance sound mm. design mood setting it's, all these things it's un, it's un, it's unbelievable
1: yeah. it is true it's truly something to behold yeah
0: if if you uh if you want that but with the kind of the W key brain exploding action of re4, then yeah, I mean, this is your game, right? Yeah, I mean, the reasons
1: like and, and this is the thing is typically I like to go back through re re games for the challenge of like the sort of like trying different things with the combat, you know, obviously making faster runs, but also saying like one of them one of my favorite things that I did, in re2 remake when i was doing fuck around runs was i'm only gonna use matilda yeah. you know what i mean mm-hmm. stuff like that you know what i mean um i have no interest in doing that with village because mm-hmm. they absolutely kit you out yeah but i really am like man i just i just want to go back and walk through like so many parts of this game and just yeah. see them again and experience them again
0: yeah my so. Moving on from the gameplay because I think it's really just a matter of do you like first person shooter? Uh, uh, yeah, like, agreed. It's for me, I'm kind of bored. But I mean, I think that they have something with the design. Yeah, like I, I just, I, I think that it, I think my issues would be resolved if the enemies were a little smarter.
1: It's if, a if yeah. I, it it
0: good good. No, I go was ahead. just gonna say it's a terrific spooky shooter. Yeah, absolutely. I I think that. I would trade like if I had more ammo, but the enemies were more intelligent, I would be much happier because I even showed you one one kind of not an exploit, but the AI wasn't programmed to deal with a tactic that I've discovered Mm -hmm. right it really right. isn't that complicated to figure out. And that's just how I've right. been dealing with a lot of stuff in hardcore is, okay, I, I see the code. I'm like, I'm like holding my third eye, right? I can see <laughs> the code. I see how the enemy <laughs> behaves. Right. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but moving on from gameplay, let's talk about that. Let's talk about the presentation because. Oh my God. It's up. It's up. <laughs> yeah. there,
1: it's, up it's up there. It's top, It's top three for me. Yeah. Uh, in, in the series. Um, there's let's 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 break it into a couple parts because you still haven't seen some of the parts that come later in the game
0: i am three quarters and a finale of the way through so so
1: let's so let's specifically talk about the two parts that are well known which are the intro that lead that which is the village and leading into uh the castle
0: spoilers for the segments covered by the demos basically yeah
1: yeah absolutely um and i don't know if the demos talk about this uh in the beginning or, or at all but in the beginning of the game uh the chris redfield seems to gun down mia yeah um and like he like leads like a, a um a team of bsaa agents i guess yeah um or some kind of military some some resident evil military group you know yeah um he leads them in and uh like there's this all there's whole this whole segment where like you're carrying Rose, your baby, and you're setting her down to put her to sleep and you're going downstairs and you're talking to Mia, and then right before you're about to eat dinner, like you're like sat at the table and she's like walking over and she takes a bullet to the shoulder, and then you're Ethan's like Mia and then she just gets fucking lit (laughs) up (laughs) and we we know that
0: from the trailers that yeah uh, that's right it was in the trailer yeah yeah so spoilers beware beyond this point but yeah uh, let me what spot check before we talk about this did you feel feelings in that segment I didn't care at all Um, all. not even an iota
1: here's what I felt yeah Oh, this is how they're getting me
0: into it. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Cause like, I was, (laughs) you know what I mean? I was like, okay, please move faster to put this baby to bed so I can play the game. I don't like Ethan and I don't like Mia. This is doing nothing for me. Right. Yeah. I was just like, I was, I kept thinking, I was like,
1: how, how is this going to play out? Like, what is this going to be? And so, like, it was more of like a, oh shit. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? It was Mm -hmm. more like one of those for me. So, um, but yeah, I, I actually really love too how it kind of feels they, they there's this uh, analog to seven that I liked in the beginning where, when Chris or whoever is dragging Ethan out to the van, Mm -hmm. it sort of harkens back to when Jack was dragging him in, in Resident Evil seven. So I, I thought that was kind of fun. And um, I love how you get started in this game like waking up after the van that you were in wrecks. You don't see the wreck. You don't experience the wreck. You just wake up and it's a wreck and there's a dead dude next.
0: Yeah. I, uh, very cool. Yeah. This is actually the start of where the fourth wall for me with the first person started to break because so several people in my life, you, a, a relative and a couple other friends that had played the game, they know that I'm a resident evil person and that i don't get jump scared easily and they were saying, saying things like Oh, wait just wait dude wait till you go and do the thing like you're you're gonna be spooked man it's spooky and i was mm-hmm. walking down that dark corridor and i just did not give a fuck at all yeah. i'm like please anything come at me i'm so bored like yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: well yeah that's that's that was one of the things that like i think this game tries to do a lot that it doesn't succeed at enough to yeah. warrant how many times it tries to do it is this um, maybe, 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 Yeah, you know what I mean? This, yeah. uh, this thing of like, Oh, we're going to put you somewhere where we're going to make you think something's going to come out at you, but nothing's going to. And the problem is, is when you do that a dozen times. Yeah.
0: Well, the specifically, we won't talk about the segment, but the best maybe, maybe, maybe is part two of four right yeah there is there is an extended pregnant silence to part two of this game two of four that just works it is fundamentally jarring right it is upsetting it is unsettling but any other time it happens whether it's in the village whether it's with lady dummy tresk in her castle or the other parts it's just like either do it or don't man i'm not amused right like yeah yeah exactly so i i definitely um
1: i like the the things that they did in terms of like how they presented the story and how that opens up and how it unfolds but um still not really heavy in the scare factor and and maybe it's and maybe it's just me right because here's here's the thing like i could sing the praises of the way that this game looks and the way that it sets up its Uh, individual set pieces and the individual chunks of the village as you first get in there um but the lichens aren't really like a scary or spooky enemy
0: no Mm -hmm. you know what
1: i mean they are they're mold adjacent kind of in a way where it's almost like you know if you didn't find the Beasts in the beginning of bloodborne grotesque or scary, then you're not going to find these guys scary. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's, it's far removed from the, and despite how much I criticize the overindulgence of zombie culture and like zombie media, I think that's one of the things that is evergreen about them is that, you know, dismembered anatomy and you know, jaws falling off of human heads is always going to be revolting. Yeah. Because it's you, Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and I, I say this as somebody who absolutely loves werewolves and vampires. I go nuts for that shit whenever it's in fantasy media. Um, but like these, the lichens didn't do it for me from the spook factor. They're cool. Yeah, They're cool. They look sweet. I, I, I think they're either. The one that was riding a horse, I was like, "That's fucking rad." Yeah, <laughs> when that when that one just gallops in yeah, on a he horse, has his, and he like, has a torch, he has like it's war pick and something. Yeah, yeah, crazy. yeah, yeah. I was just like, "Oh, this is
0: fucking sick."
1: And like that huge ass, big ass yeah, wolf with that, the hammer. That's,
0: like it's like a direct reference to RE4 man with uh, what not Salazar? I can't remember his name, but the the village head, the guy that you yeah. fight a couple times. Yeah, but uh, the guy in the barn. Yeah, mm-hmm. big trench coat man yeah yeah yeah
1: that like everything just looks awesome like yeah. it's it's just there the set pieces are incredible despite how low they are on the spook factor for me yeah. um you know i i think that stuff uh is accomplished here um in the form of just like atmospheric um enjoyment you know what yeah. i mean like. That's what I got more out of this more than anything else. How about you?
0: Absolutely. Um, uh, like we said, we did we didn't find, I think, collectively the enemy as much of a threat. I think part of that has to do with the difficulty setting for Chris and part of that for me has yeah. to has to do with the fact that I'm like metagaming it. And not just like letting myself be scared, I guess. But I guess that that's not really a fair criticism, it, criticism either. I shouldn't have to like force myself to be scared. But either way, sure, I, the enemies aren't much of a threat. There isn't much spook, but you will just get sucked in to these yeah. environments, man. Like, yeah, man. There, there is a game to be had. I think like the maiden demo, the first demo they released, where like you just played as like one of the little maids for a minute that was in the domitress castle there's a game almost in just solving puzzles in this spooky ass mansion man yeah i mean like it's they're they're gorgeous visually they're laid out in interesting ways the puzzles are not hard at all like a a a moron could do the puzzles but yeah the puzzles are visually interesting yeah definitely i mean i think
1: the closest i got to feeling like now this is a Resident Evil puzzle was the statues in the castle whenever you had yep. to turn them the, the right way. Yeah, that is the first that is the only. Yeah, that's the peak of the puzzles. Everything else is just procedurally progress yeah. with different key Shoot items it, until you get put the something last on one.
0: it. Take something off it. That's it. Yeah,
1: it, it is so far removed from when the two run each other through. You know what I yeah. mean? Like it's like that that puzzle is like just the tip of the fucking iceberg in Resident Evil. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like right. that is just the tip of the iceberg. So yeah.
0: but yeah, I mean I I think that Resident Evil 8 is a fun game. I look forward to finishing it. I don't think I'm going to revisit it. I don't think there's anything so compelling about the game. I need to see it again. This is another weakness that seven had that eight inherits where it relies so much on its cutscenes and the visual splendor. And once yeah. I've seen the movie, I don't really care anymore. So, yeah, um, it's definitely more about, you know
1: at least in in my opinion, I think we're, we're definitely, we, we agree there where I think that this is very much story first still, like they're, yeah. they're trying to tell a story and that's, and that's fine. And, you know, obviously all resident evils have stories. There's this huge connective thread that, that, that links them together, but I don't think that there's any denying that, you know, when you look at some of the more when you look at the legacy games and or even when you look at the formula that they had with resident evil two remake that they iterated on poorly for resident evil three remake, but still that formula that even that formula is much more gameplay focused. You spend yeah. more time being in the game than you spend watching what happens. And I think that's my greatest critique of of village in, in in its entire in its entirety is that it does nothing to make me want a Resident Evil nine in this format. It just makes me mad they didn't do these these games in the Resident Evil two remake format.
0: Yeah, it's it, 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 to another extent. It makes me mad that Resident Evil three remake seems like such an afterthought. Right. <laughs> yeah, There's clearly right. a lot of love and care put into this game. And all for for what is essentially a big movie. So, yeah,
1: I think that, you know, if you're looking for a game and, you know, not even specifically a Resident Evil game, but if you're looking for a a spooky shooter, something like Metro, you're right. Something that's going to give you some of those kind of vibes of like, you know, atmospheric, um, you know, somewhat immersive. you know, a little bit on rails while still giving you a little bit of freedom to just explore its con- its tight contained yeah. environments, you know what I mean? Th- that's definitely what you're going to get out of Village. And yeah. if you enjoy the combat and if you engage, if you when you play the game, if you're like, man, I really, really enjoy just playing this game, then um, there's a Merc's mode for you. You know, yeah. that's that's back. And unfortunately, it's not co-op single player, but I don't want to put an arbitrary number on what I think about this game. I will just say that um if your favorite Resident Evil is Resident Evil 1, um wait for a sale. Yeah. If your favorite Resident Evil is Resident Evil 4, pick it up.
0: Yeah. My the only way I can rate this game is on like the tier list in my mind where mm-hmm. like S tier, top tier is 1, 4, to remake like maybe another one but like that's my s here right i'd put this either in the b tier or the a tier it depends on how it finishes yeah it's fun no part of it blows my mind yeah like it's a very w key game but it's it's fun seeing where it happens and then i'll just probably never touch it again just like seven yeah i will say um and we'll probably come back to
1: this after you do see it and i mentioned this to you off pod I I actually think yeah. the way that they tie umbrella into this is kind of neat. Like <laughs> it's it's a little bit it's a little bit fisted, but it's it, I definitely didn't see it coming out of the out of the pantheon of things that I expected when the I first saw that there was an umbrella logo somewhere in this game. Yeah, that is not what I expected, and I think it's I've seen more heinous things. We'll put it's it okay. that way. Yeah. I look forward
0: to it. Yeah. Before, um, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, finish. Finish your thought. I was going to say, before we talk about DMC, should we talk about Outbreak? The other oh, Resident Evil in our lives. Yeah, dude. I never played the
1: original Outbreak because mm-hmm. I just, I, I never had like online access, you know, for PS2. And again, you know, yeah. uh, a bit so, pissy poo-poo pants over here. So
0: yeah, so never played it up until recently. <laughs> Really quickly, Resident Evil Outbreak and Outbreak File number two uh, is a PS2 game that had online connectivity. So you would play like old ass PS1, PS2 era tank control, fixed camera, Resident Evil online with your buddies and a team of four. And you would try to survive these basically Resident Evil scenarios. And it was really fun back in the day. I had a blast playing it. I I still retain I feel like a pretty impressive knowledge it's, of the crap in that game. That's how much I played it. It's
1: it's kind of fucking ridiculous. actually. <laughs> I, honestly,
0: like, I mean, I'm
1: talking like the, the first time that we played, I wasn't allowed to figure anything out because Scott was just popping himself by going, I think it's over here.
0: It is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I played so much of this game when I was younger, but yeah, so it's, it's an online game. And Chris was talking about how there's a community that, uh, through the power of the modern day internet, there's now uh, fan hosted servers to go right. and play Resident Evil Outbreak. So we've been playing that with some friends. So tell what what is your opinion of it?
1: Oh, it's dope! I it's great. Um, it, it's like uh, it's definitely like if, if I could capture sort of what I love about some of the older Resident Evils and put it in like a party game. That's what it feels like.
0: (laughs) That's a good way of looking at it,
1: right? Yeah. Like it's, and I, and, and here's the thing, right? That's not how this was intended, right? Like this was intended to, you couldn't communicate Mm -mm. back when this was out, right? Like there were no headsets. There was no party chat. There was none of that, right? Yeah. Gestures. That's it. Right. Gestures. In-game gestures. There was no chat. You know, you could, you could get in there and type stuff before the game, but you couldn't pause your game and you know yeah. what I mean? So like, right. I think that one of the more fun things about it for me is sort of internalizing, like the way that we're playing it now versus the way that it was intended to be played and what that experience, like how that might differ and how it might enhance it. Right. Because you're looking at an old game that because it's got old tech and old mechanics in and of itself, has a lot of really hilarious moments, right? Yeah. And so you get to share in those hilarious moments yeah. with people this time. And it it just, I think it adds in a whole other dimension to it. So I, I love it. I think it's great
0: yeah it's it's a really fun game as someone who struggled with the original ps2 implementation let me just tell you it's much better with discord there's, <laughs> there's no magic that is lost it's just it's just infinitely less frustrating because you don't have to yeah. ge- you don't have to gesture wildly at the guy that's been holding on to the key for the last two hours for he has it and is just standing there gesturing back at you because he hasn't figured out that he has the key in his inventory <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> you don't have to deal with any of that kind of bullshit but yeah um yeah it's cool yeah it's it's a really fun game um it it makes me sad that we're seeing i mean again do your thing champ experiment but we're seeing like resident evil what was the first one resistance what's and then what's the new one what the 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 battle royale they package oh jesus christ reverse reverse like it's it's so sad to see them trend hopping when they have the absolute hilarity in the making that is just just like RE2 remake with co-op mode or just make it just make a whole ass new game. Like have us p- play as Hunk and the gets and yeah, have us go into dude. a mansion built for four people. And like we could be chased by a Mr. X and we could all split up while one yeah, person dude. handles the Mr. Like it's it, this stuff is built for this. It's just Resident Evil is itself stupid, fun, ridiculous nonsense that works well with people. Why does they it have to choose- be a battle royale?
1: They choose to lean into that in the most bizarre fucking ways in this franchise. And, and this is what I was telling you before we started recording is that, you know, your take that we've discussed previously on Resident Evil seven of and I think a lot of people also hold this feeling and rightfully so they didn't know what the fuck they were doing. They were yeah. trying to do some kind of crazy reboot where they were trying to shock the world and pull a fast one on you. And then when everybody was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. They just kind of, you know, like, you know, Walk gimmicked it, back. it yeah. to work. Right. Yeah. You know, because Blue, U- Blue Umbrella. Yeah. I mean, I ha- I haven't heard anything about Blue Umbrella in a long time. Chris Redfield looks completely different he looks just like his old self and he's back to being his boulder punching stupid self yeah so it's like i can tell that you are self-aware of the inherent campy stupidity yeah that makes this shit great
0: why are you only leaning into it with chris redfield's character <laughs> yeah well i mean I am a staunch defender of Resident Evil 5 because that game is a co-op masterpiece. Oh, like, that's great. Yeah. I, I have such fond memories of the first time you fight Jill and Albert Wesker and I believe, Chapter 5 of that game where... Wesker says basically five minutes. I have five minutes to deal with you. And he Neo matrix dodges your bullets <laughs> unless you shoot him from the back or stun him first. And then you have to shoot Jill in her gem, her gem that is controlling her on her chest. And yeah. you can have a partner basically like judo hold her so that you can shoot them. And it's like, it's so unbelievably stupid in the best yeah. way. Wesker, yeah. Wesker grabbing rockets out of the air that you shoot at him that you can then blow up while he's holding them in his hand like come <laughs> on right where is that yeah. that is fun well i mean and it's the same exact thing right it's
1: the same energy as like ada wong chucking a rocket launcher down yeah. at you you know what i mean it's that same energy of just like you know could to kind of call back to some of our anime conversations just you know hilarity by any means possible you know what I mean like absolute absurdity like that's what makes this shit good
0: yeah like it was it's it's them being self-aware of the original games and how I don't want to say poorly received but the way people took the translation and the writing of like I have this right referring to his gun or yeah it's, it's especially effective against living things or yeah. th- then you have ada wait in re2 leon's yeah, favorite line right. ada wait, ada wait, ada wait. R- like just right it's so unbelievably campy but that's why people like it right yeah and mm-hmm. then, sure. then you end up with stuff too just like um resident evil 8 comes back and leans into it a little bit but then you have like Everybody just kind of looks the same now. They look like an operator. They look like someone from Counter-Strike or Call of Duty or something, right? Yeah. Gone right. are the goofy as fuck outfits that everybody was wearing that were iconic, right? Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, it's, um,
1: you know, we love it and I just want to see the best out of it. But Capcom, you know, they, they're wily.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. They, they're uh, yeah, they're, they're had a, all is over Is that a the Mega place, Man joke? Man. Capcom is wily. It Dr. wasn't Wiley. intentional.
1: It wasn't intentional, but I'll take credit for okay, it. Okay, I'll give that to you. Yeah, well, yeah.
0: Um, yeah. They're definitely wily. In fact, you might say they're, they're smoking sexy styling. Right? They
1: are smoking sexy styling. I find myself usually every year in a point saying, it's time to play Devil May Cry 5 again, ever yeah. since it's come out. I... I have such a deep appreciation for this game because, like, I don't know if I've ever had more fun playing just like an action, an action combat game. Mm -hmm. There's nothing out there like it for me. You know what I mean? And I just uh, I just got the Virgil DLC, which I was sleeping on because for whatever reason, when we were talking about um the stuff that was uh exclusive to ps5 for that updated version yeah i also thought the virgil dlc was oh, yeah. ps5 exclusive <laughs> and so i just never was like well i'm gonna pick it up because i was like i'll just wait until i get a ps5 yeah and then i'm on i'm browsing steam one day and i was like hang on a second yeah i had a moment where i went and i looked it up and i was like i'm so fucking dumb." <laughs> So, I just picked up the Virgil d. l c and I've been playing through that, and man, it just rocks, dude.
0: Virgil is one of my favorite character action characters ever. Oh, he's like, so good, man. like in my head, when I'm thinking of character action characters, I think Dante has to be number one just because he introduced me to the genre, so many weapons, so many unique appearances, right? It's hard to top Dante. Virgil's yeah. up there. I mean honestly they Devil May Cry has always had some of the most compelling character action gameplay even 2 people give 2 shit because it's broken and it is and it deserves to get yeah. shit but it still yeah. had some stuff right it had flair Yeah
1: Yeah well 2 is well I guess the 5 is technically the most recent in the timeline but um 2 was like out of the original 3 2 was like the most recent in the timeline and I still had or like the most current it would have yeah. been and the one thing that I liked about it was like it's one of my favorite, like designed Devil May Cry games. You know what I mean? Like I really liked Dante's coat, how it was higher wow. yeah. and like a lot more serious. You know what I mean? Yeah. I really enjoyed like a lot of the aesthetics that they pulled with it. It was like um it was like they took a lot of the stuff that was really good about the first game and they just leaned into all of that and made it a little bit more insane, you know?
0: I'm a wacky wahoo pizza guy so I like three but <laughs> oh no, three
1: three to me was the gold standard up until five yeah. came out you know yeah. um my my favorite weapon in any game ever is the Cerberus nunchucks yeah mm-hmm. they're the, they're just the best um and Devil may Cry Five iterates that on on those in a way that is just yeah mm, moi ugh mm I'm, my first experience with that game was just like it was one of those times where I kind of like remembered why I liked playing video games. Yeah,
0: you it's, it's I mean? like the pure unbridled joy spark, right? Yeah, but, yeah. Oh, let me ask you this: So, I don't have. Have you played a lot of platinum games? Have you played Bayonetta one and two, Vanquish, uh, Metal Gear Rising? Have you Have you uh, Wonderful one hundred one? Have you played any of those games?
1: rising yes bayonetta one yes two no because i did did not have a wii u so i got to pick it up on the switch eventually um i've played uh a little bit of vanquish i never played through it to completion but i i own it now so (laughs) i actually just bought it on steam the other day so uh so i'm I'm intending to play through that and i've played i played astral chain
0: so it's okay there there won't be a quiz i'm just trying to get some context so like yeah for sure having played those games What is it about DMC5 in particular that hooks you so much? Is it the tactile sensation of the combat? Is it the weapons and the variety? Is it the stages themselves? I know that can be a thing. Like um, one of my big problems with Astral Chain in particular. I love that game, by the way. It's one of my favorite platinum games, actually. Terrific. Uh, But there are very few playable levels of that game because when you go through the first time, it's cool to have the cop moments in between all the action, right? But it's yep. like insufferable to go through and do it again. Right. right? So that could be like a, a pitfall of a character action game too is like the levels. So what is it about DMC5 that like hits you so hard? I I um I think a lot of
1: this calls back to like what we were talking about like like the flow state, right? Mm-hmm. I I really enjoy um games that have like a personal aspiration track. um mm. This is one of the things that hooks me about fighting games as much as it does. And one of the reasons why I um, enjoy a lot of the systems that are in something like uh, a Destiny, because I enjoy aspirational content. Like there is this specific thing that I want to achieve. Right. And there's even a little bit of this in Resident Evil, like we were talking about earlier. Um, but I think that. Um, it's it's a very satisfying combination of mastery and um, an unbelievable sense of style. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's just those two things working in harmony. Um, the the soundtrack to Five is one of the best things uh, in terms of like game soundtrack um, to come out in t- the last ten years, in my opinion. It's yeah. it's really tremendous and. It's just I think it it's got a, a an identity about it that is really like unashamed of itself. And it's it's like it just wants to be devil may cry. You know what I mean? Yeah. B- like the the whole thing of it's not enough for the game to score you based on your stylistic combos and how you switch weapons and how lethal your slaying is. It, they have to call it cool shit, like smoking sexy style. Yeah, they have to. They ahead. have to add the battle themes that escalate to their yeah. crescendos. That's what I was just to say. As you get to the higher ranks, so that once you get that, and you just hear savage, yeah. and then you hear the whatever whatever character you're on, whether it's Virgil, which is the hypest. Or Nero, which is you know the the boppiest. Yeah, you just hit that point, and like I think it's the closest thing I've ever felt to going Super Saiyan. Yeah, because when you when you hear it, you're just like, I must kill more.
0: <laughs> you yeah. Know what I mean? Well, I remember the exact moment that I first had that in five. Like, yeah. I mean, not that this is new to the series, but like playing as Nero, and you get that first S, and then the devil triggered the backing track and the vocals all swell bang 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 and you're like you're yeah. in the middle of shooting someone it's like that it's that core feeling of like yeah i did this me. yeah <laughs> it was <laughs> exactly <all
1: me>. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right and then and then you just have that extra layer too of just like how stylistic do you want to get because if you want to get funky we'll let you get that way. Like there's these moments of um, like with Nero, you can like one of the ways that you can raise your score, which I love is to taunt in the middle of combat. Yeah. And one of Nero's taunts is he uses like a revolver type style hand cannon. If you've never yeah. seen it. um, One of his taunts is he, if you do it in the middle of combat, he throws two bullets up in the air and then he like, like puts his revolver chamber out and they dunk into the, into the, the chamber, he shuts it. And then you can shoot for the final blow. And it's like, there's nothing in the game that tells you, you can do that. But if you just try it, you're going to get
0: it. You know, know? it's also like the fact that he can just shoot his arm, like a rocket. And you can ride the rocket, like an air surfboard (laughs) and plow, drive (laughs) it into people. Right. Yeah. It's, It's the Dante has a white brimmed hat that when he first puts it on, makes him Faust. dance like Michael Jack- Jackson and it, he can just throw red gems at people. And Dante has a form that the specific use of it is to allow you to reach trip quadruple S right. Yes. It's just, it's just every, they hit every wall of design and we're like, okay, how do we take it a step further?
1: Yeah, that's the perfect way to sum that up It's just, they, they, I don't think they forgot anything in this game. Like, if there was a margin, right, even yeah. down to the same hat that you just referenced, Dr. Faust is what the weapon is called. When you throw it at an enemy to trigger it, <laughs> yeah. it stays on their, on their head. head. So yeah. you've got these demons <laughs> running around with these white 10 gallon cowboy hats on. <laughs> and you're just whooping their asses and they're shitting red gems out. Yeah. It's just like. Yeah, it's that thing of like, um, did you make this for me?
0: You know what I mean? Yeah, I see. I think about this stuff in different ways, too, like with. So one of the most mainline character action games of recent years, God of War. God of War is a phenomenal game narratively and aesthetically. I don't think it does very well in the combat area because of this because it it doesn't let you be cool kratos a lot of the time right it lets you pilot cool kratos up to a point and then you push a button and you watch a movie of kratos being cool yeah and devil may cry you're doing a lot of that stuff and then i also think about so one of my favorite platinum games i don't know why i like the nintendo platinum games so much like bayonetta 2 Wonderful 101 and uh, Astral Chain are some of my favorite stuff they've done. But in Wonderful 101, it's a basically a send-up of tokusatsu stuff, right? Like Power Rangers stuff. Yeah, And right. you end up with like 100, 100 people, right? Wonderful 101. Yeah. And it's a game where the gimmick is drawing formations. You used to draw it on the Wii pad, but now you can draw it with like your joysticks and stuff. But you draw formations... And there will be moments where it's like, okay, the 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 plane is gonna crash into us what do we do and it's like unite sword and you draw the sword and you decide how long you want it to be and then it does the cutscene. and just just that right the difference between that and something like a god of war is like yeah i did it i know it's still doing a cutscene, but i drew the sword i decided the sword was gonna be all 100 people and i got the votes you know what yeah, i mean yeah yeah exactly. it wasn't pressed square to kill Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I really like stuff that goes, you know, to, to those levels to make you feel, you know, we mean this all the time, yeah but to make you feel like Spider-Man, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's not just that you're swinging, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it's not just that. You know, Dante's got the cool weapon and I'm going to be able to hit hit on Virgil until his life's at a third. And then there's going to be a quick time event where if, as long as I press the right five buttons, I'll get to see the cool cut scene and get all the. Yeah. No, no. Do you want to kill Virgil by popping him up in the air and then whipping out a motorcycle and doing a yeah. backflip on him and then b- grinding his face into the dirt yeah. with the back wheel? Go for
0: it. Well, you know what I mean? The number one example of this around since Resident uh, no, and the Resident since Devil May Cry three days. Royal Guard. You can master the game to a point where the, uh, the bosses can't hit you anymore. Right. Without it, exception. Right. Like, exactly. It, you can get to the final fight with Virgil and just Royal Guard him to death and mm-hmm. nothing happens. Right. Like it, it's yeah, it's it's the complete package of basically it's the game hands you the controller and says, go off King. Yeah. Right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, if you, if you are out there and you have not experienced double may cry five, um, we talk about it a lot and reference and call back to it a lot because it's, it's really a, a, a tremendous experience that you need to, that you need to try. It's, it's, it's just great. Yeah. But we've got another show coming out next week,
0: Scott. Do we? I've forgotten which one it is. Care to enlighten me? We do, my friend. We're taking a trip into a big, scary robot. Yeah. Get in the fucking robot, Chris. So Uh we're continuing part three of the anime arc. That's right. With one of my favorite television shows of all time. Neon Genesis Evangelion. This is like the most baby's first anime of all time despite (laughs) its content material right it's like everybody and their mother it's on their top 10 list everybody knows it's one of the most popular and like influential anime of all time but chris believe me when i say this show was made for you (laughs) yeah i can't wait do you Uh, like robots chris i love robots scott do you like mental trauma chris i love it it's my best friend do you like angels and god imagery chris i obsess over it well what if i were to tell you that there was a show where mentally traumatized teenagers did battle with god's angels in giant fucking robots should i be afraid you should be afraid be <laughs> afraid <laughs> forget forget uh, yeah. be not afraid man
1: yeah dude i um I can't wait for this because, you know, obviously I know what it is. I know of its existence. Um, yeah. It's one of the most popular animes of all time, but I know nothing about it. Like literally nothing about it. it like does- I, I, I couldn't even tell you what, what the robots look like.
0: Yeah. It doesn't surprise me. I'm sure you've seen things that are influenced by it. I mean, it's influence extends beyond anime into video games into tv right there's a lot of people that are on record saying that neon genesis evangelion or ava for short that ava is one of their primary influences right yeah mm-hmm. but this show i think is just going to capture you on that level of theming atmosphere I mean, it's it's just a beautifully animated show. It's like super violent. It's really dark. It's, it's got all the things that you would like. I know you like in regular TV, but yeah. as an anime. And that's kind of what this part of the anime arc is for is stepping away from kind of the, hey, this is a really critically acclaimed movie, right? Into, right. hey, this is a show that was just airing on TV one time and it <laughs> happens to be really good. So I think you'll like it, right?
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, I um, I I love like esot- like esoteric shit, you know. Like I love um anything that has to do with like sort of that, like you said, like the 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 infernal war between God and and the devil. And yeah, you know, because as as somebody that's not religious, um, I just I I already view that stuff as like high fantasy. <laughs> so, yeah. So I always really like to see it depicted as high fantasy. Um. So. Honestly, you had me at that point, but I am just not even really sure what to expect. So
0: I am really just kind of in the yeah. dark. I'm I'm psyched to share it with you because you're the first person I know, too, that's going to be going into Ava relatively blind. Really? I did, I did not go into Ava blind. It was spoiled for me on the forums and in the magazines and everything before I had a chance to really like engage with it because it came out when I was like what like five right yeah so right I didn't have a chance to engage with it blind but most other people especially if they're anime people kind of have the same story where it's like yeah I know what happens in end of Evangelion the movie everybody talks about it it's a meme image it's like all over the place right yeah so right. you coming in blind I think it's it's going to be really fun to talk about too yeah man I'm not the- <laughs> oh.
1: Like like most of the shit, I'm not quite sure how I never
0: got exposed to it. But well, you're not a weeb. It's all right. We're yeah, exposing yeah. you to it now.
1: Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I, I'm excited, man. I can't wait. But uh, but yeah, that will be out next week. That is our new shill. Um, so don't forget, you can check that out at uh, wherever you find our podcast: Spotify, Apple, TuneIn, Amazon, Google, the whole shebang. We're everywhere at themanyfolds.com as well. Where you can find uh, next week's episode and all previous episodes of this show. Uh, if you uh, if you have any feelings about Resident Evil Village, make sure you let us know at the Many Folds on Twitter and Instagram. But I think I'm probably gonna go and boot up RE2 Remake.
0: That sounds fair. I'm gonna go finish the Village. I'm, I need right. to know what happens. I need to know. What, the, what is the umbrella? Is it just an umbrella? Has all of this just been about keeping out of the rain? It's what Lady D's butthole looks like. Oh, wow. She needs to clean that shit. Like an
1: umbrella. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's fucking gross. Bye. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>